0: You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network.
1: If you or your patients struggle with muscle cramps, spasms, soreness, or restless like syndrome, you're going to want to hear about our non-opioid TheraWorks Relief. Theraworks Relief is a clinically proven and published locally acting topical solution that prevents and relieves muscle cramps, spasms, and soreness in the legs and feet. In a research study including patients diagnosed with restless leg syndrome, Theraworks Relief was shown to reduce symptoms commonly associated with accompanying RLS, including muscle cramps and spasms. Muscle cramps are reported as a side effect of hundreds of prescription medications, from intravenous iron sucrose and conjugated estrogens to statins and diuretics. By managing muscle cramps, Theraworks Theraworks Relief supports adherence, helping patients stay on important and often life-saving medications. Theraworks Relief comes in an easy-to-use, fast-absorbing, non-greasy foam that can prevent muscle cramps and spasms with just a few simple applications a day. To learn more about Theraworks Relief, go to theraworksrelief.com and click on the Healthcare Professional link.
2: This is the Pharmacy Future Leaders Podcast, part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network
0: pharmacy future leaders is a podcast dedicated to pharmacy students by pharmacy students who are committed to making an impact on our healthcare system and providing optimal patient care as innovative and leading pharmacists as pharmacy future leaders we dedicated our lifetime of service to others through the profession of pharmacy
1: We will consider the welfare of humanity
2: and relief of suffering as our primary concerns as we apply our knowledge, experience, and skills to the best of our ability to assure optimal outcomes for our patients.
0: And now, here are your hosts and pharmacy future leaders.
2: Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I'm your co-host Haley Ward with the Pharmacy Future Leaders. Today, we welcome our guest, John Hirschman, third-year student from uh, Nova Southeastern University. John, welcome to the show.
3: Hey, thanks for having me.
2: So I like to get to know our guests a little better, since everyone's path is different. Can you share a little bit about yourself and how you got where you are now and why you chose pharmacy?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's actually kind of a funny story because, you know, when I was growing up, a lot of people, including my family, thought I was kind of like, you know, not the brightest child in the world. (laughs) So um, didn't really get straight A's at all, K through 12. I think I may have got at one time. I graduated high school with like a 3.0 GPA. And I just remember at the end of high school going, man, you know, I really just want to be a professional. I want to be top-notch. And I wanted students to look at me in the class going, man, this guy knows what he's talking about. He's on top of his game. So I started undergrad at FAU, which I don't even know how I got accepted. But I got in anyways. And uh, all of a sudden, I started getting straight A's. I started killing it. My chemistry exams, my bio exams, English—I struggled a little bit, but I still was, you know, getting very decent grades. And then, you know, ultimately, I ended up with a three point eight six six GPA, a three point nine nine four science GPA. So, I've gotten more straight A's in college than I've ever had in K through twelve. Wow! And then, uh, obviously. During undergrad, my whole focus was getting into pharmacy school. So I had a good goal to go after. Um, the reason for pharmacy school was somewhat had to do with my uh, lack of confidence to, to go higher than that at the time when I was in high school. But uh, when I was in high school, I remember seeing this little presentation they had there. Um, one of the guys, uh, one of the gentlemen there presenting was a pharmacist. And I heard what he was talking about, what he, what he did for a living. I was like, you know what, I feel like I could do that. Like it's something I'm able to do. And the whole idea was to get a job as a pharmacist and then eventually start my own business doing something in healthcare. Didn't have to necessarily be related to, to pharmacy, but I just wanted the background that pharmacy provided. And um and honestly that's what kinda drove me all through undergrad was getting to get into pharmacy school. And now that I'm here, I'm like, wow, this is really amazing. I didn't I knew there was opportunities in it but I didn't realize there was as many as I had uncovered. Well, and then I guess uh so going into pharmacy school from undergrad right so obviously my confidence in myself switched a little bit. So I finally got comfortable with my with my academic self. I'm like okay, I know how to study, so that's good. But one thing I always knew about myself is I I liked leading a group of people. I just didn't do it that often. You know, when I was an undergrad, I wasn't really that involved. All I cared about was really focusing on my studies, getting A's, and, you know, being happy in that sense. Also, going to the gym. Gym's very important. You always got to go to the gym. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I remember going to a meet and greet, actually, um, in the third pharmacy school. And, you know, we saw Farley, we saw all the SGA team. I remember going up to Farley, and I just saw how, you know, How much life he brought to the party, how well his, um, you know, his skills as a leader, like really enabled people to speak up or, you know, get out of their comfort zone. I was like, I looked at him. I was like, you know, I was like, I want your position. And he looked at me for, for a second. Like I was crazy. He's like, Oh, you be careful what you wish for. But I was like, okay, you know, I want it anyways. And, you know, lo and behold, I got a group of friends. We worked hard. We campaigned. You know, I went to Palm Beach campus, campaigned to them. I went, every like, everyone in Fort Lauderdale, I took five minutes of, of my time, spoke to them, gave them a card that had all my information on it in the sense of, you know, what my plan was to make um, H, to make College of Pharmacy united with the HBD programs and stuff like that. And uh, honestly, ever since that, it, my whole life's changed in the sense of um, I just feel a sense of importance. Like even more so than I did before, because now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm reaching for goals that I never thought I would even consider before. So that makes
2: sense. That makes sense. You you set your your goals, and now you know you see a path where you can actually attain them. What was it that clicked inside of you from that guy in high school who was really just coasting by to somebody who's determined and has you know um, specific goals in sight uh, that you're pretty much knocking out.
3: Yeah, I mean, like I said, essentially I just remember I was uh I was actually hanging out with my dad cuz I think something everyone should understand when I was in high school, it's not like I was a terrible person per right. se, but what it was is I just didn't care about academics in school. I used to go hang out you with my normal. dad all the
1: <laughs> Yeah. Right.
3: Yeah, it was normal but in the sense actually I was still kind of abnormal because right. I used to hang out with my dad all the time and what we would do is we would work on a truck. So I learned how to build motors, I learned how to paint I learned how to do, uh, you know, work on gears and stuff like that for the running units of of vehicles. So, um, like, I was all into that stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, and I want to go work on my truck, or I want to go fishing, or I want to go work out. So it wasn't so much my brain wasn't working. It just wasn't working in the right arena. You know what I mean? Right, right, of course. So, uh, but but then, like I said, one, you know, that one day I was talking to my dad, and I was like, you know what? I was like, I want to be that guy in class where people look at it and go, damn. Yeah. That guy is on top of it. So.
2: And you've definitely been on top of it at NSU. You've been super involved. Can you tell us a little bit about the organizations you've been working with and the work you've done?
3: Oh, of course. So, um, I was fortunate enough to get elected. Um, the president elect initially of the college of pharmacy student government association. And now I'm actually coming into the third year as being the college of pharmacy SGA president. Um, that position, this position has been my life, honestly, just because I've been working so hard, so passionate for it. Um, but essentially, you know, what we're doing as as a team, and it all started last year with, with the past SGAE board is I was looking at the bylaws. I was looking at what's what are we doing? How are we managing our organizations and clubs here at the College of Pharmacy? And what could we do to make it better? And what I noticed was, a lot of the a lot of the um, problem didn't really stem from not having the right rules to follow. It's just that those rules weren't being enforced, or um, information that the organization needed in order to be successful. It was just really hard to find information. There was no like centralized system. So I was like, damn, like like you know, I was like, how do we fix this? Um, so you know, obviously we want, we're thinking about making a website, doing all this stuff. Like you know, how can we just have one place where. All the students can go just to get their information. And as, you know, as the role of the SGA president-elect, I was actually able to go to some of these Pan-SGA meetings and stuff like that, which Pan-SGA just means uh, all the SGA presidents from, like, different colleges, like undergrad, business, and uh, all those other H- HPD buildings, or HPD programs, they actually all come together and we discuss uh, topics relating to the student body. But, however, um, they used a special platform called OrgSync. And to be honest, when I first used OrgSync, I really didn't like it at all. However, the more I use it, the more features I saw about it. And I was like, wow, this is actually the tool that we need in order to to get a centralized information system. So um, throughout my whole first year as president-elect, I was on the mission of finding what platform we can use to centralize everything. And then I was also um, was successful in changing bylaws to get Uh, a new position called the Administrator of Public Affairs, um, who focuses on making our flyers, making um, Facebook posts, Instagram, all this stuff to help with our public relations. And then we also changed the whole management system of the way the College of Pharmacy is ran. So now we have a student council and Senate, where before it was only a Senate and it was only focused on the presidents. Now we have a, have a, a new Senate, which is all the class officers, And then the student council is actually all the presidents. So this kind of helps splits it up. So now we can kind of focus with the student council members on, oh, are you guys able to pull your funds correctly from your accounts? Are you guys able to get the event scheduled that you want? Are you guys collaborating properly so that we can have, you know, bigger and more professional events? And on the other side with the Senate, now with all the class officers, it's like, oh, are we addressing the concerns of the student bodies? What are the concerns of the student bodies? What can we do to make them feel more comfortable or at least ease the tension that they're feeling here at the College of Pharmacy? So we can really now start focusing in a little bit more on, on the student body and actually, you know, um, serve them the best that we can.
2: Absolutely. And it sounds like you've been doing a great job. And this isn't the only thing that you have on your plate. You're actually part of the legislative task force. Uh, what are some things you guys are doing to, as you said, pave the way for healthcare advancement?
3: yeah so that's actually a really, really cool project and we all, we got to thank Farley um and his team because they actually the one who initiated the start of this idea of having a legislative task force um, this year, what we did was actually change the whole management process of it in the sense of originally um, it was focused on doing events that um, catered towards the students here at the College of pharmacy and they were kind of just explaining, you know, legislation and the importance of advocacy and stuff like that. Well, uh, this year, our focus turned to actually being a, a task force in the sense that we go out to the pharmacists, we go out to the physicians, we go out to the legislators and actually speak about um, um, legislation that's actually concerning us now. And what we've been working on extensively is uh, the collaborative practice agreement. Um, so we've been, you know, we've gotten articles from Dr. Sando, Dr. Chellison, Dr. Baldwin, um, all these top pharmacists who are important in Florida for, for advocacy. And we got these important articles. We read through them, read through articles from Ohio that explain what Ohio did to be successful in passing their collaborative practice act. Um, uh, we have different case studies from Iowa and things like that that showed where the weaknesses were in the current, uh, in their current laws for either using it or not using collaborative practice so over the summer essentially um i actually put together a package of talking points i put together uh a list of like goals what our missions are so obviously legislative task force is advocating for healthcare advancement not just it's not just pharmacy advancement in that sense even though pharma uh in this case pharmacy can be a tool to actually advance healthcare care forward but um the, the whole point is that we just want to improve the healthcare system. So not only the healthcare provider benefits, but also the uh, patient and the, and the, and the public benefits. So yeah, we've been very active and we're actually getting ready to um, have more meetings to discuss the topics, to be, you know, fluent in them. And then eventually we're going to be going out to the legislators and pharmacists, uh, not only fundraising, but also just educating them on what's going on and why this is important for us to pass.
2: That's great, John. NSU has to definitely be very proud of you guys and the work that you're doing and representation that you're giving the school. What advice would you give students from other schools that are as interested as you to get involved to, you know, make pharmacy stand out, to make advancement in healthcare?
3: Well, the biggest thing is I always, I always say you got to know what you want. So if you, if you have no idea what you want, then you don't have any direction in life. You know, Absolutely. like, like, like what is it that's going to make you tick? I just, I've always been involved in, in uh, you know, updating myself on politics, what's going on, this and that. But, but aside from that, you really need to know what you want, why you want it. And then you need to decide whether or not you're going to go get it because it's good to have, it's good to have the idea in your mind, but, um, if you don't make that decision, I'm saying, okay, I'm either going all in or I'm not going at all, then you're still going to be in limbo. Absolutely. So um, honestly, but the importance of getting involved in something you're passionate about, and trust me, um, it's not like I came to school, um, pharmacy school, saying I'm going to be the SGA president because I didn't even know what really that was. <laughs> <laughs> because I just wasn't involved in high school or undergrad. But I came in to pharmacy school knowing that I wanted to be a top representative, you know, I was like, I wanted, I wanted to be an official representative of the college of pharmacy. I didn't really know what that meant before coming into pharmacy school, but I knew I wanted something like that. And then when I got here, I was like, you know what, I'm going for it. So I decided on it. And And then after that, after that, it's about work, you know, it's about working with your friends. Unity is a huge thing. Most people don't look, don't realize that, you know, you're where you are today because of all the help of everyone around you. And I know a lot of it, you know, a lot of hard work from the individual involved too, but that's not enough, um, to get you to where you need to be. Like, obviously your family helped you to get to this point in life. Your friends may have helped you to get to this point in life. So you just got to remember, especially when we're dealing with this profession of pharmacy, right now our, our unity, how, how united we are isn't as strong as some of these other, you know, other association, other fields,
2: Absolutely, which, yeah
3: which is a big hindrance on us because now, you know, when we go to like fight something in the sense of, you know, that's going to benefit either pharmacy or just benefit healthcare in general, we're not taking that seriously because our voice isn't as strong because we're not united. So that's a big thing is realizing the importance of unity and then really just getting on the grind, you know, working hard, not stopping. When you get tired, you still go do it anyways and persevering through that long road and, eventually at the end of the day of all the hard work, you're going to see, you know, you're going to see your work pay off.
2: Absolutely. You got to have faith in
3: it. Yep. Yeah. You got to have faith.
2: I agree. hundred percent. Now let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about your future. Do you plan on applying for residency after um, fourth year?
3: Well, it depends. Cause I, um, I'm actually honestly a hundred percent interested in joining the United States air force and, you know, as an air force pharmacist, and this is, really because I've always wanted to serve. I mean, even when I was in high school, I was considering, you know, becoming a Navy SEAL, which is totally different direction than where I went, but, um, I was doing all the trainings back then. And honestly, just being able to have the chance to, uh, you know, serve this great country that provided so many opportunities to me and so many opportunities to everyone else would just be, you know, truly a dream come true. And I would be, it would be one of the greatest accomplishments I feel like of my life to be able to do that. But, um, You know, obviously, if I get into the Air Force, that's exactly what I want to do. I want to serve this country. I want to serve our airmen and provide the the best health care possible, learn what I can from that position, and then carry it on to potential uh, endeavors and, you know, either running for state legislation legislation positions, um, starting my own business or uh, something in that nature. If I'm not able to successfully get into the Air Force, I uh, I do consider doing a residency only because um, residencies are really, in my opinion, the way of the future in the sense of what we need to know as pharmacists is becoming a little bit more advanced. And it's not that – I know residencies are hard and they're challenging, but the thing is is that they force you to look at the information, which is such an amazing thing. And when you're doing the constant research and stuff, it's it's really going to help you when I feel like that advancement of pharmacy occurs, especially with get collaborative practice and hopefully some type of provider status to allow us to build more for our services. Um, it's going to be a big deal. So definitely either uh air force and if that um, branch doesn't work out, then obviously definitely going to do a residency.
2: And let me ask you one thing before we head off, if you could change one thing about the profession of pharmacy, what would it be?
3: Hmm. I think honestly the one thing I would change is, I don't think people in the pharmacy world take it as like the, the older generation, I guess, maybe more so, but, um, I don't think they took it as seriously. And I just wish that they would, I I wish that it was taken more seriously. And then we were more united in our stance. Honestly, if I could say one thing, I wish pharmacy was more, uh, united in what they, what they believed. Cause I believe, obviously we were that one voice. We'd be ten times the force be reckon yeah. with. Yeah, exactly.
2: Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Well, you told me before starting the interview that your aspirations would go as far as becoming president of the United States. So I really hope um, your dreams pan out and your plans go as planned and you make it to the top of the mountain and sit at the White House and help healthcare. Um if you did make it to that point, what I mean, what what do you think you'd change in healthcare and what plans would you would you start off with?
3: Oh, yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. President of the United States, full blown. Another reason why I want to serve in the military, get the experience and, um, of being in the military before I become the president. But, no, definitely in healthcare. care, um, the, the truth of the matter is, I'm actually still too ignorant to even have a really great plan to, uh, to, put, into, to, um, to put in place right now just because there's so much uh, complications within it. Right. So obviously the first thing to do would be make it less complicated, um, especially with with how the billing works and everything like that. It just makes it too hard on patients and, and providers to actually care for their patients or for what's going on. I mean, more people are, are afraid to go to the doctors now because of the high cost than to go because they need the treatment, you right. know? So how do the, the question is, how do we lower the burden not only on the patient, but also on the physicians or any kind of healthcare provider that's providing that service because, you know, um, that's a big issue. All the malpractice insurance and things like that, that that's big stress on a healthcare provider. So now they got to spend time worrying about that, not to mention do all these complicated um, diagnoses and stuff like that for the patient and try to figure out what's wrong with them. So, too much, there's too much stress right now in the healthcare field. And I think, um, yeah, you know, ironically enough, right? There's too much stress in the healthcare so <laughs> right? we, But that would be the big thing is what system can we put in place to relieve the stress and actually um, Allow elicit... Allow to
2: perform their jobs as healthcare providers. Agreed.
3: Exactly. Exactly.
2: I agree. Perfect. John, thank you so much for joining us. Is there any shout outs you want to do? Anything you want to talk about before we say bye?
3: Not well, you know, shout out to my girlfriend, Elena. Shout out to Dr. Chelson, who's been instrumental in helping all this move forward. Um, shout out to Emmanuel Escobar who's been one of my right hand man's and working on all this stuff. Isabel jacob she's an amazing young lady who's very talented, very bright. You'll probably be hearing more about her. Um and you know, you the Dean, Dean Desiel, she's awesome. She's been supporting me. So and also you. You know, this is awesome. I mean you reached out to me. I thought this was awesome. So I was like, absolutely I would love to do this. So thank you for Uh, The invitation to do this. I really, really appreciate it.
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us, John.
3: No problem. Have a good day. Thank you so much.
2: The mission of the Pharmacy Future Leaders podcast is to support all pharmacy students by providing advice, direction stories and sharing with each other
0: be sure to use the hashtag pharmacy future leaders on all social media we thank you for listening to our podcast please send us an email if you're interested in being on the show send your message to pharmacy future leaders at gmail.com
2: just remember never give up stay positive eat healthy get your sleep and know why you wanted to be a pharmacist from the beginning to help others live healthier lives we
0: are pharmacy future leaders